When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lisa. Hello. How you doing? I am okay. How are oh. you doing? Ooh, hold on. We got to dig into that for a second. You're like, I'm okay. What's the matter, Eeyore? Oh, I just went grocery shopping. So that's that's an event in and of itself. Ugh, you know that you're getting old when you're at the grocery store and they're playing on like the, the little intercom, the radio, like a bunch of songs that you grew up with, like stuff uh-huh. that was stuff that was popular mm-hmm. when you were in high school. You're like, oh, dude, yellow card. There's a place on the corner of Cherry Street where we used to walk in our bare feet. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm old. Fuck. I'm so old. I don't even want to hear what they're playing. So I just pop my headphones in. But there's people everywhere. Uh, and what really annoys me is no matter where I go in the store, those uh, ride-on carts that the old people get, yeah. there's always somebody backing up near me. It's wow. just constantly beep, 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 beep. Now, like, Are you there yet? Here's the thing. So over here in Colorado, we have those carts, but not too many people use them because I have a feeling it's probably fat people cruising around. Yes. Mm, fat people and old people. Fat people and old people. So Colorado is usually the healthiest, like, state in the union. Like, there'll be a graph, and there'll be all different <laughs> colors. And Colorado is usually the healthiest. But, like, as time goes on, oh, the whole nation gets fatter, including mm-hmm. Colorado. We're just the least fat. So that means what's happening in Texas is coming our way in about a decade. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Yeah, dude, we I, don't I, we don't I, even realize how fat the nation's getting until like we go to Disney World and then we're like, Jesus Christ. Have you ever heard about the food at the Texas State Fair? No. Wait, uh, yes. Deep fried Twinkies and things of that nature. Yes. Deep fried just about anything you can put your mind to. I think this year they have a deep fried charcuterie board. What is that? Uh, charcuterie board is like when you put out all of your ham and cheese on a cutting board and then people serve themselves. Oh. So I think the idea <laughs> is that they have just battered and fried it. Um, last time I was there, I think I had deep fried Coca-Cola. Um, what? How do you yeah. deep fry a beverage? You put the beverage in a batter and then you fry that like a funnel cake or in this oh. case, it's kind of like donut holes. So it's like and a funnel they- cake that tastes like Coke. And then they put a Coke syrup on top of it. Jesus Christ, y'all. <laughs> I totally, un- I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, it's delicious. No, no, uh, no. I'm not saying it's not delicious. I agree. But like, it didn't make sense to me, like how people could get to such a size. And then we went to Missouri in July and it was like, oh, I get it. Like, there's nothing to do outside because it's fucking miserable. So you just stay inside. Yeah. And when you're inside, you you snack, you yeah. eat. Yeah. Yeah. That's no, I, exactly it makes sense happened. now. I and totally if you, get it. If you don't pay attention to it and you're not uh, intentional about what you put in your mouth, yeah, you'll get fat. Yeah. So many things that I learned in my 30s that I'm like, ah, this is how people become land whales. I understand now. I understand the way. I know the way of the land whale. Hey, dear I've listener, 
enjoy these jokes and these fun antics because it gets depressing in a minute once we get to what we're here to talk about. God damn, yeah, dude. That last episode of this documentary was like, yikes. Well, I mean, at least he got what was coming to him, kind of, sort of. Uh, but Yeah, by the way, the man in question, I will use his ugly mug. What the fuck? is the last name's Jeffs. I know that, which I was like, yay. <laughs> Warren Steed Jeff. Warren's, Je- Warren's Jeffs. Yeah, dude, I'll use his picture as the cover for this so that you guys can see who we're talking about. <sighs> he never has a man had a more slappable fucking face. God damn. Yeah. All right. You got anything uh, else silly you want to talk about before we dive into this? No, beehive? I'm sure stuff will come up. Yeah, that's true. We 8750 the shit out of stuff. That's true. Yes, we do. All right, dear listener, welcome to Podumentary, the one and only podcast where we look at, uh, we take deep dives into documentaries. Now, do other podcasts do this? Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. But like, I, not to my knowledge. So, the one and only podcast where we take deep dives into documentaries. So, here's the thing, dude. I think this is one of the best things that 8750 does because we, we save you time and we sprinkle in jokes because fucking hey, these documentaries, they milk the shit out of these stories. This thing was like four hours long. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, four it was awful. And it, yeah, it's four long episodes. Like, not It's like terrible. It's not fun. And it's four episodes long. It's fucking depressing. And I'm going to help ease that burden. We're going to make it faster. And I'm going to try to sprinkle in some jokes. And there's only so many jokes that you can sprinkle into a dude marrying a bunch of 14-year-olds. But, like, I'll try. <laughs> I'll try for you, dear listener, for you. And so Lisa pony will... up that five bucks for Patreon. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. Oh, dude. Uh, something interesting happened last night concerning the merch, and I don't uh-huh. know if I should break the news here or not. What happened? Uh, it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. Um, okay. so people, the most requested thing for forever has been beanies. People have wanted mm-hmm. 8750 beanies since like Reedy Boy used to run the shop like a year ago, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't do it on his shop, and they didn't do it on Teespring. Aha. Until you move enough product that you unlock new stuff that like not every shop has access to. And one of those things is beanies. Okay. So I so said, you gotta level up. You gotta level up. And yeah, so hey patrons and hey dear listener. Yeah, dude. I appreciate every each and every one of your guys' orders out there because yeah, we have leveled up to the point where now we can make beanies. So last night I created we're gonna use the new logo the new one that JT gun made. We're going to use that and it's going to be white on a black beanie. And I submitted the art to them and they said that they'd get back. Cause it's like a specialty item. Cause it's embroidered on the beanie. Oh, okay. They even charged I, I me five bucks. Was, huh? I was wondering if it was like a knit beanie or if it was like a, Oh, oh gosh. My husband's got one where it's, woven but it's like kind of silky or something i i don't even know what material it's made out of like but. a spandexy type material yeah yeah like a skull cap or a yeah. do-rag no it is not knit. quite but it is knit so okay. i know you live in texas so i don't know how much you guys like beanies down there well we love beanies once it finally cools off so yeah after okay. about from thanksgiving until right before spring break Okay, because Kelsey loves the new design so much, and she's like, I'd love to get it on a hoodie, but it's never going to be cold enough for me to wear yes, it. And it I, was like, I was like, yeah, dude, it's going to get cold. Kelsey, you will wear your hoodies again, I promise. But classic Kelsey fashion, she don't fucking listen, and the next thing you know, it'll be cold, and she'll be out there in a fucking tube top, 
<laughs> and she'll be like, oh my God, it's cold. It'll be like, we told you. Even I don't even yeah. live there. And I fucking know that it's probably going to get cold. Can you sell an 8750 tube top? Uh, we now sell an 8750 sports bra. Okay, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if anyone would notice, and you sure did. Well, I happened to notice, like, women's athletic gear. I'm like, what? Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. there's yoga pants oh. in there. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's going to be a knit hoodie, and it's going to be embroidered on there. It cost me even $5. They're like, oh, we're going to take 5 bucks out of your Teespring account just to even submit this and get the ball rolling. And I was like, no, oh, but okay, that's fine. That's 500 plays <laughs> of getting but that how, penny. How much do you make off of Teespring? Like, what's your what's – your, depends on the item. Yeah, it varies back and forth, and I try to keep my prices on stuff, like, super, like, as low. Like, I try to keep them, I keep them low enough that when Kelsey enters her discount code, I have to do the math to make sure that I'm not in the black, like, in the red. When Kelsey, because Kelsey never forgets her discount code, man. Kayla always forgets it, which is nice for me. But it balances out. Yeah, Kelsey, yeah, I guess it does. But Kelsey never forgets. But I got to make sure I got to do my math and be like, okay, am I going to like even be able to offer that discount code to her on these things? Because I try to keep my profit margins reasonable. Right. Yeah, anyway. You have to. And, and it's a custom print job, so it's going to cost more. Yeah, basically. Uh, one day I hope to have the podcast be big enough that I can order a ton of merch, have it come to like my house or whatever, and then I can ship it out from there and it can be like, yeah, but until then, no. <laughs> we don't sell enough product to, to warrant that yet. And I do not want Stored a garage. Yeah, dude, I don't want a garage just full of 8750 hoodies. And I'm like, anybody want a hoodie, please? Hoodies for everybody on your Christmas list. Yeah. So for the time being, Teespring is the way to go. And yeah, so anyway, within the next day or two, they said that it should be added to my listings, and I will tweet about it, and I shall post about it. Because, dude, even I want, I've wanted a beanie for forever that says 8750, so fuck yeah. Well, I could just knit my own dang beanie. So. Yeah, la-dee-da. Not everybody has that type of skills. But here's the thing that you can't knit. Another thing that we unlocked by moving enough product is hats. Trucker hats, baseball caps, snapbacks, all, and duffel bags. <laughs> I was looking through the things that we unlocked. Duffel bags. How big is the duffel bag? Pretty big. You in the market for a duffel? I'm always in the market for a bag. Oh, shoot, dude. Uh, Because we make canvas bags, too. I don't know if you've ever seen those. I got enough canvas bags. Oh, okay. Most people do. Um, I could make a duffel bag up for you if you're interested. Maybe. No promises, though. I'd have to see it. (laughs) Okay. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. So we are here. We are gathered here today. I'm going to talk like Warren Jeffs. We are gathered <laughs> here today to talk about 8750 reviewing. Keep sweet, pray and obey. That? Yeah, I did. What the fuck was that? Did you just break your toe? That was me slapping Warren Jeffs. Oh, dude. Oh, he's so slappable. We'll get to it as we go through the documentary, but a couple different times he upsets big burly men in the community and it's like yes. they live in a remote location in the middle of yeah. like he, he moved to the middle of nowhere on purpose so that he could be a polygamist they're in the middle of nowhere he's upsetting these huge men it's like fucking just like snap this guy in half just snap him like a twig he's got them all convinced they'll go to hell okay 
I, I mean, it would probably be worth it, but like somebody <laughs> describes him as he's just this awkward kid whose dad happens to be the prophet, and so everybody has to tolerate him. All right, let's that's a that's a taste of what to come. Let's start at the beginning. All right, so we're talking about Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey, which is available on Netflix. So if the information presented is incorrect, blame them. Yeah, dude, don't blame us. I'm just we're just doing our best to tell you what we learned from them. It ain't our yep. fault. So the very first thing they open up with is a verse, um, Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit yourselves to your own husbands as unto the Lord. And I, I don't know if you grew up in church or not. But... We went like a little bit. So uh, okay. kind of, but I'm going to guarantee not not Texas level. You're, you're a Christmas and Easter dude. Yeah. So... This particular verse gets thrown out in so many places about why women should obey their husbands. And they completely ignore the entire next paragraph, which what? is all about husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. No, no, no. no we, don't, we don't need to worry about that. So it's, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her to make her holy, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word and to present herself to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle. Uh, and then he goes on. Love your wife. Love your wife. Love your wife. Shh, no, 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 no. Come on. Yeah. Come on now. We're trying to <laughs> yeah. we're trying to run a harem and we can't be teaching. Them yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And so they, they throw out all the big teasers right up front. So there's a woman who says she was forced to marry her own cousin when she was 14. And questioning the prophet was questioning God. So. And what time but, period was the old motherfucker in charge? Like, when was that? 90s? So Rulon Jeffs was the prophet and he died in 2002. Oh, okay. So in the um, 90s, when this. Uh, you know, can we use the word cult? Can, you may call it whatever you can like. Can we say that? So I, when I'm this, going to call them FLDS. When this FLDS is starting to take off, it was like the 90s and it was fucked up, but it was less fucked up. Because uh, what was the name? Rulin, you said? Yes, Rulin Jeffs. Rulin let people, you know, like he let the ladies have little plays. He let the kids have some fun. They got to like, you know, wear different colors and they got to. Yeah. It, it, it's all right, man. Yeah, the lady said, you know, we could wear what we wanted as long as we were covered up. Like, yeah, when it was time for your daughter to get married, uh, you had to present her to the prophet and be like, hey, man, uh, I'm get I, I feel like I'm ready to get married and you can have your way with me if you would like to this evening because I'm going to be getting married tomorrow. And that that was fine. But at least they got to do plays. Yes. I mean, that evens out, right? Right. So it was fucked up, but the people were happier. So Ruland Jeffs became the prophet in 1986 okay. and he stayed that way until 2002. So I guess we're going to get some background about what is the prophet. So the prophet supposedly goes in like a line. It's like the Pope of the FLDS. Yeah. And the FLDS is different from the mainstream Mormon church. What's the FLDS mainstream Mormon stand for? Uh, 
fundamentalist church of jesus christ of latter-day saints yeah so they're they're mormon but they're the they're like, like mormons on steroids yeah the mormons were like yo we don't like polygamy anymore like we see that as a black mark on our record we're not into that and these guys are fucking weird so get out go on get so several years ago, um, somebody that I went to school with who was in the mainstream Mormon church said that there once was a time for polygamy when there weren't enough men around because, you know, they kept dying in avalanches or whatever out in Utah. Yeah. And that time had passed. It was no longer necessary. So we don't practice that any longer. Yeah. This particular group really likes polygamy they really like it if you want to yeah. get to heaven you have to have at least three wives oh and mm-hmm. guess who's in charge of giving you wives that would be the prophet uh-huh and sometimes you go present your daughter who's ready to get married and he'll say would you like to marry me yeah, i mean i know that i'm 85 and you're 14 but i really feel a connection here and <laughs> it the girl can't even if the girl says, yeah, I don't really want to. Well, oh, but I'm the prophet and God speaks through me. So God gave me your name. So, yeah, you, you kind of need to marry me. Yeah. And I mean, God wants it that way. So, yeah. Like there were some um, cases where they were like, no, 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 no. I really don't want to get married to this particular person. And sometimes they'll come back a day later. OK, you can marry this guy. But that was rare. More likely, it was like, well, let me go pray on it. I'm going to go talk to God. And guess what God said? God said he don't give a shit about your feelings. (laughs) Yeah. God said he doesn't give a shit about like the uh, American legal system. God, no, 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 no. God says, I don't care how old you are. Let's go. Yeah. So they're they're talking to this family. I can hear um... your discord going off. And it's funny because I get. (laughs) Just hit the mute button on your computer. I, I had to find the button, and there's a cat back there, too. So Because um, I can see the little notifications pop up on my phone at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I had muted that, but apparently I did not. I, I, I don't even know. And you know I'm the used car salesman of podcasting, so I cannot miss this opportunity to shout out the 8750 Discord, which you get access to if you become an 8750 patron. Gosh, gosh darn, do we have a good time over there. I don't want to upset the profit, so I'm not going to use swears. $5 a month. Only you five. Can come up with Bro, I mean, that's like a dollar a week plus an extra quarter. Come on, man. That ain't nothing. There you go. All right. So they're talking to this couple, uh, Lloyd Wall, and he's married to Myrna. And they started out as mainstream Mormons. And then Myrna's brother converts over to FLDS. And then he evangelizes them. And then they're at church one day. And the prophet comes up to Lloyd and he says, Sharon belongs in your family. Let's get it taken care of tonight. Yeah. And so that night he married them. That was the first time they'd ever met. Yeah. It's the first time they met this lady and they're like, yeah, hey, you're going to get married. And they're like, oh, we packed up her bags and took her home with us that, that evening. It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, and the, I, these people I just hope- converted over to being because I can understand the people who like the kids who were born into this and grew up in it and they kept them sheltered, man. They, they did not let any information to these kids out of encyclopedias that I understand how they were like, well, the prophet said, and I want to go to heaven. Those guys, I understand these guys just became LDS. Like a good idea. Yeah. They just became that shit. Like a a couple weeks ago. You know, better, you know, better (laughs) than this. 
did they have a conversation about whether he was going to take a second wife before they ever converted? Yes, not, man. I mean, that's like no notice. I bet you it was a very awkward conversation at their house that afternoon. Probably. <laughs> I'll bet you the husband like, was like, is she hot? Well, the prophet <laughs> said so. She, eh, she's at least a six. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's go. She's a Mormon six. Yeah, Mormon six. <laughs> that's an LA two. That's a Colorado eight. <laughs> no, not a Colorado eight. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a Colorado four. That's a Kentucky. So, that's a Kentucky seven, though. Yes. So, <laughs> so Myrna had nine children with Lloyd. Sharon had fourteen children with them, and they don't really say in what order. It's like we're oh. all of Myrna's nine children born before Sharon's fourteen children. Mrs. Yeti oh, has oh. been pregnant twice, and like she is, she's like fuck doing this again. And I also yeah. am like. Yeah. Yeah, dude, we're <laughs> yeah, yeah, sense. we're good. I have What's rubbed, I have rubbed her back to the point where I'm getting like carpet burns on my knuckles from rubbing her back. Is her back that hairy? I mean, I know she's a yeti. Yeah, no, she puts like a blade because like <laughs> we don't gotta get this. Spe- <laughs> okay, now we do have to get into specifics because if we don't, it sounds weird. She puts a like a blanket over her shoulder so that my knuckles can like move around better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You, you could use some of your hair lotion. Yeah, dear listener, I use uh, here's a life hack for you if you want to look rad as me, <laughs> which I know you do. Instead of using hair gel, because that stuff's gross, man. It's all sticky. It gets all over your pillow. It'll give you lumps and but and zits and growth. No, 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 no. Use hand lotion. It's so nice. First of all, it's yeah, hand lotion doesn't stay on your pillow at all. I mean, if it does, it just moisturizes. So it's good. Yeah, that's how that works. Why do you say it like that? That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I don't think, I think what's happening here is you don't know enough to argue back against me. So you're just like, I'm going to have a condescending tone and leave it there. I just don't believe you. Why? Because, I mean, anything you put on your hair, it's going to wind up on your pillow and it's all kind of gunky by the end of the day. It's not, no, it's actually not gunky. (laughs) Why don't you try it? You got a head, you got hair lotion. Give it a try. No, I don't like my hair looking like a grease ball. (laughs) Think of the pictures. Oh, it'd be so fun. No, I know what it would look like because my daughter is 11 and she keeps putting like any random product in the bathroom on top of her head. And it All right. Like a ball. Let's experiment on her. Replace whatever <laughs> hair gel or mousse or whatever she's using with hand lotion. Don't tell her. And then let's see what happens. Oh, oh, I can see <laughs> so much stuff going wrong with that. It's I've been doing it for years. If anything, I look back at pictures of me from the past and I'm like, dude, my hair looks fuller than it did when I was 22. All right. (laughs) So for the second wives, so plural marriage is illegal in Utah where these people live. Yeah. But it's not really ever prosecuted. But just to be on the safe side, whenever a a child is born to the second wife, they will put a pseudonym for the um, on the birth certificate for the father's name. I mean, they did that in one case. I just don't think that it's one, it's not really pot prosecuted. And then two, um, like they're not like legally getting married. They're not doing it through the United States. Just like, they're not going down to the courthouse and filing this. Like the prophet just says that you're married now and you can like, legally have as many kids with as many women as you want. So who gives a shit? But here's the thing. Overall, I think this, we're going to find out this whole thing is a big money-making scheme. Yeah. 
And because <laughs> these second wives and third wives and fourth wives are not legally married, they are legally single mothers of eight, nine, 10, 12, 14 children. Yeah. What kind of welfare do you think they're pulling down? Probably a decent amount. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, I get you. And so they put a pseudonym on the birth certificate so that they can't come after the dad for child support. Uh, oh. child support from the state. Lisa, you're Even though they're all living in the same household and supposedly supporting financially. But dude, yeah, Lisa, you know they've got to be pulling some money. You're good at scheming because I was also – because you were like, dude, I want to buy stuff from the merch shop, but I'm going to wait because every – like twice a year, Teespring does a thing where they do a sale. But the discount does not come out of Yeffy's pocket. It comes out of Teespring's pocket. And Lisa, you're like, nah, dude, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till then. <laughs> I am being considerate of you. I appreciate you. And you're, you're just good at scheming. I like it. Sometimes uh, a uh, um, opportunity presents itself. And I can take advantage of that. Scheming Lisa. Yes. <laughs> Finally, and dude, remember, we need a I new nickname over for Elon Musk's body so that I could take over his bank account for the day and set up a trust for me. That's right. We needed a new nickname for you for forever. Headdent has gone on long enough. We don't need to call you Headdent. Scheming Lisa. Nah, I like Headdent. Well, I get to get to pick out nicknames in the Discord, so that's how that, that works. Well. Although Brian told everybody how you can just change it back. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> Damn it, Brian. <laughs> You fuck on me. You fuck on me, Brian. But I already knew this because I'm the one that changed it to head dent. Oh, yep. Scheming Lisa, dude. You can't get nothing past that scheming Lisa goalie. All right. All let's right. get back to the sodomy. <laughs> no, it's not sodomy. That's it's right. polygamy. Big difference. I don't know. Well, they might be a. Just because you're a poly- yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> Just because you're a polygamist doesn't mean that sodomy's not involved. Could be. Is I, sod- I'm, I'm, I have a question for you. Is sodomy so, only between dudes? I think sodomy is any time a, a penis goes into a butthole. Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah, that could be a yeah. thing. Could be. All right, so they bring in Wallace Jeffs, and he is the son of Ruland Jeffs and the brother of Warren. Now they didn't specify whether they were full brothers, half brothers, or what. Yeah. But he was obviously in, he grew up in the FLDS, and it says he's a former FLDS. Now, they don't really specify why quite yet. Yeah. And said that uh, men regard women as property. You have to have at least three wives to get to the highest degree in the celestial kingdom. And that means that you can create spirit children, worlds, galaxies, universes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the, the person that I told you about that was Mormon, and um, I brought that up one time. She's like, I haven't ever heard that before. So I'm about, thinking this whole. I've heard that before. It's in, thing. Well, I've heard about it in the Book of Mormon, the play that the South Park guys did. <laughs> I, is this uh, historically accurate? I mean, it, it, they did their research on Mormonism when they made the play. So I'm going to assume that it's somewhere in there that they got this idea that, like, you get your own planet. Yeah. Not I, if you see, have I'm, three wives, you get your own planet. But, like, if you're yeah. a real good Mormon, you get your own planet. It's in one of the songs. But, but to be a real good Mormon, you have to have three wives. Well, for these guys. For, for F- these guys, yeah. LDS. FLDS? FLDS. Okay. Think floods. Floods. Okay. There you go. So uh, somebody asks Wallace, what happens to the women in the afterlife? And he's like, eh. you know, they, eh. they never really taught us about that. Oh, but something. They, they just get to be a wife. Yeah. I mean, wow. if your husband That's has his own planet, maybe you could have like a, like a, at least a, a state moon. or something. Yeah, maybe a moon. 
it'll be like Jupiter and all his wives. So Jupiter, the planet, yeah, all of the moons are named after his wives. Ooh, yeah, really? Yeah, Io was the name of some dude's wife. Uh, Jupiter and Zeus, I think, are like the Jupiter, the Roman version of Zeus. Mm. Oh, wow. and, and I read something where the the first um, satellite that that went to Jupiter was actually named after Jupiter's wife. So they're sending his wife to go check up on him and all his mistresses. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> Sounds about how that works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So apparently a man's status depends on the number of wives that he has. And Lloyd couldn't understand why he wasn't given more wives. Yeah. And, and, you know, given more wives, yeah. not, you know, attracts a wife, not somebody likes him. They like him back. Right. Yeah. Not, no, no. Yeah. Um, so you had the potential to trade your daughter, but they don't call it that. They, they just happen to the, the, they will present a daughter who is of age or the prophet can look at somebody and say, Hey, guess what? You're getting married. Yeah, they had, a, they had yeah. a name for it. It was like, what was it? Presenting. Or, yeah, to present. Yeah. And yeah. that meant, like, oh, I'm ready to get married or whatever. And, like, the yeah. girls would be like, oh, I'm ready. Or, like, your dad would just be like, mm, you're ready now. Yeah. So, this one, let's see, Alicia Robach was, um, she was 18 or 19 or so. She decided she was ready to get married. She wanted to be a good wife and raise children. So she asked her parents to turn her in. I wrote it down. To turn she her asked in. Parents to turn her in. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. They had a phrase yeah. for it. Turn her in. Yeah. So. Gonna get turned. Uh, <laughs> said- Ruin was the prophet. He asked her, would you marry me? And she thinks about it. She's like, well, okay. No, 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 and no, so no. they got married No, 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 no. Because she, uh, she's like 18, 17-ish at the time, right? He he had a little code. If he like wanted to marry oh, yeah. her, he squeezed he her hand three him. times. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, she was 20, he was 86, and already had 23 wives. Yeah. So this is like the Anna Nicole Smith version of Little House on the Prairie meets, uh, I I don't even know, because it's just so messed up. Yeah, it's not right. It's so weird, because he would make all of his wives line up at night, every night, (laughs) to give them a little kiss goodnight. 23 of them in a line. That line was so bloody long. Yeah, and it took forever, and then every now and then he'd be like, hey, you, like, you're gonna stick around for some lovemaking. Because these girls are so sheltered, they don't know how babies are made when they they get get married. Yeah, they thought babies were made, like, via kissing. So that means that when a new wife is gonna hang out for the first evening, she's like, what the hell? And one of the women tells her story that, like, he tells her, like, let's stick around for some lovemaking. And so... She does, and he's. she's like, what the fuck is going on? This is insane. And he somehow managed to get his 83-year-old ass on top of her, have some relationship. Blah. Oh, Lisa, I knew this one was yeah. going to get fucking. Blah. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> and then after that, he has to go to the bathroom. So she has to, like, help him to go to the bathroom. He pisses all over the bathroom floor. She has to get out the hairdryer to clean it all up. Now, my mind was just like, wait a minute. You have the stamina at 83 to bang but not to pee what because he used all the energy in the banging this is so crazy i figured when you were 83 because i was like dude 
what 83 year old is like i want to bang as many women as possible it's like what i figure at 83 you're like i don't care man i want to watch golf and nap that's all i want to do eat a coke flavored funnel cake every now and then (laughs) take a nap this guy's still wanting to bang out like new chicks all the time like what the fuck dude when does the testosterone finally end one of the women said I used a lot of Listerine is all I'm going to say. Yeah, because she thought it was gross that, to kiss him after he's kissed so many chicks. It's like, it's gross because he's fucking ancient. Well, in my notes, I wrote, can you imagine the cold sore outbreaks? Oh, my God. It must have run rampant through this herd of people. You would think so. Ugh. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, now, Rebecca, she's got some cunning to her. Um. She would rub his feet and get him to go to sleep so she wouldn't yeah. have to have him touch her. He'd be like, well, you, you need to stay around for some lovemaking. And she'd be like, fuck. And so yeah, she'd just be like, hey, rubbing. man, let's go. Let's, uh, let's loosen the wheels a little bit with some feet rubbing. All right. feet are less gross than his dick. Uh, yeah. oh, <laughs> God damn. So, yeah, a lot of times he'd fall asleep and she'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, score. Yeah. I'm, I'm out of this. All right, so the title of the documentary is Keep Sweet, and that is what Rulon used to tell all the wives, and it means stay in control of your emotions, don't show frustration. And they would just have little, be nice little kids, little girls, singing a song about, like, keep sweet. Blah, 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 blah. They made little songs about all this kind of stuff to really ingrain it in them young. Like, hey, you just do what you're told, and you just, you don't get to have thoughts and opinions. You do what the prophet or your husband tells you, all right? Now, I have heard from other sources that they would stencil the words keep sweet on the headboards of all the little girls. Makes sense. They had it embroidered into a chimney. And written on his shoes. It was ridiculous, man. I guess if you're going to run a cult, you got to really get after it. Yes. Get them young and get them hard. Okay, that phrasing. Okay. (laughs) Lisa, it ain't right. Okay, so Wallace says he has 32 brothers and 30, 30 sisters that they know of. So, I mean, there's no telling what Ruin's doing. But, I mean, really, if you can marry any woman that you want, and it really doesn't matter how many wives you already have, yeah, it, it's probably a pretty accurate, um, accurate count, I would assume. Yeah. But he says that Marilyn was Warren's mother. And so the way, okay, let's say you and Mrs. Yeti are, are you're the prophet. Fuck Mrs. Yeah. Yeti is your wife. All and right. then Kelsey is your second wife, and Kayla is your third wife. Oh, come so, on. <laughs> too and much. Jen is your fourth wife. No, no, make it stop. <laughs> I don't. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> so, baby Yeti would call Mrs. Yeti mother. Yes. And she would call Kelsey Mother Kelsey, and Kayla would be Mother Kayla. So yeah. I, I guess that's just how they keep that straight. So they don't really use the term stepmother. And then so the, Marilyn, the wives would call each other sister wives. Yes. So Marilyn is Warren's mother, and she really pushed her sons to have close relationships with Rulon so that they could have positions of power. And this is really the, the only time they ever talked about Warren's mother. Uh, Warren was going to be special because he was born prematurely, and prophets told her that he would survive and be special. Eight weeks premature. And, and I mean, what what year was he born in? I mean, it's got to be in the fifties, I think. But uh, born in nineteen fifty five, so yeah, that's pretty dang early. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, this is the only time they ever mentioned Warren's mother. And my gut says they just don't want to admit that a woman can have any power over a man. Because, you know, she had to be putting in some extra duty in, in lovemaking sessions for him or something to get her sons in front of him so much. Be like volunteering for duty or something. I mean, <laughs> yeah, your logic tracks, yeah. Yeah. So, they, they, yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yeah, it's been a long time, but yeah. Yeah. So the man is the head, the woman is the neck, and the woman can, the neck can turn the head. Right. Well, when you got 65 necks, uh, yeah. you're spinning around. I don't know. So Wallace said, you couldn't get close to Warren. I don't know why anybody would want to. Yeah. He said he could be funny, but he came off as abrasive. He's fucking weird. And we first yeah. really meet Warren, and he's, like, taking the podium to start singing. And oh, I'll, God. No. I'll give that him was this. Bad. No, it wasn't, actually. That's what I was going to say. When he opened his mouth to start singing, I was surprised that he was pretty decent at it. He, he can carry a tune, but he's just so awkward doing it. Oh, he's incredibly awkward. He's, like I said, most slappable face. He's got these awkward glasses that do not sit right on his head. It's one of those things where his glasses are level. But his whole face is not. I know. So the glasses being even makes his whole face just look so much worse. He's got the most slappable face you've ever seen. He's got little sharp, like rat beady eyes. He's got goofball fucking teeth because believe it or not, in the LDS, I don't think that um, braces were too big of a thing. Well, I mean, when braces cost like six grand a piece and you got 25 kids. That's yeah. probably not a priority. That's not going to be a priority. So his teeth are fucking, fucking goofy. His eyes are beady. His face is like way long, way longer than it should be. But out of his voice was like, Ave Maria. <laughs> if 8750 had a theme song, that would be it. <laughs> would. Especially with the awkward pause while I got my hand ready to do the. Ah! <laughs> That's how SpongeBob does his laugh. Oh, so we reviewed uh, Rings of, or we still are reviewing Rings of Power, and there's an awkward like moment where a chick is singing a song, and that's how you do it. It's the way that SpongeBob's voice actor Tom yes. Kenny does SpongeBob's laugh. Just put your the hand, your hand projects the voice up and out. Well, you just put your hand on your Adam's apple, and when you hold a note or whatever, just uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. I think that's the hardest you've ever laughed. <laughs> Rad. All right. So Rebecca says that Warren was nothing awesome compared to any of his brothers. So yeah. I mean, he's not the best. He's not the smartest. He's not the brightest. But what he could do was pick up what was important to people and use that to manipulate them. And uh, have you ever watched um, Lucifer? On no. the, uh, let's see, was it CBS had it and now it's on Netflix? I have not. Okay, so he will, um, he does this mind trick as, as Chloe calls it, and he'll get up in their face and he'll t- say, Tell me what it is you desire. And then they'll tell him. And, you know, sometimes it's something stupid like, I want to be president of the United States. And, you know, it's a meathead actor that's saying this. And then sometimes it's just, I want a sandwich. Yeah. But he, that, I'm I'm sure he doesn't have supernatural powers, but he he's good at figuring out what people want. Yeah. And so he starts getting uncomfortably cozy with the sisters in the family 
Yeah. And, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. All the brothers started noticing. It's like, dude, Warren's yeah, but... like super handsy with the sisters. And yeah. the dad was like, shut the fuck up. All right. Don't, yeah. don't, don't you worry about that. Yeah. Don't tell anybody. I'll handle it. Yeah. yeah. So the Jess family has their own school. Surprise, surprise. It's called yeah. Alter Academy. And they train FLDS families. Yeah. The uh, last because... thing that you want when you're yeah. trying to run a cult is, is them going out into the real world and being like, wait a minute. <laughs> Normal? You're not a prophet. You're just some fucking guy. Yeah. So Rulon makes Warren the principal of the school. Because, you know, when when the guy's handsy with his little sisters, of course put him with the school with all the girls. Yeah. That, that makes perfect sense. Sure. Yeah. So Warren's favorite saying was, true obedience can be led by a hair. Which basically means there is absolutely no resistance to what you were told to do. Yeah, like if a, a strand of hair was a leash, you should be able to read, like lead somebody around just via that hair. Because there's so there's no resistance, it wouldn't even snap a, a human hair. Yeah. Yeah. So early on, they used to have outside books. They had encyclopedias and Nancy Drew. And then Warren went through and he removed everything that, or, or well, Warren had other people do it because I'm sure he didn't do it himself. Right. But Joseph, like, literally using a razor blade to cut out sections of the science books like reproduction and how the solar system works. Because you can't teach about the solar system if you're teaching them that they get to go create their own universe later on. Right. There's a lot of inconsistencies with the goofball nonsense you came up with and then how the world yeah, actually works. That. If you're expected to create a universe later on, you might want to have some inkling of how that thing works. It's like <laughs> yeah. reading the manual ahead of time. <laughs> give, them, give them some training. Yeah. And they created a special curriculum for women, and it's called Purity and the New and Everlasting Covenant of Marriage. So chapters include proper marriage relations. The purpose of the law is to purify us. Control your appetites. Chastity in marriage. Pure in heart means sexual purity. And so they've got this book, and yet these girls still don't know how babies are made. Yeah, I was surprised that when it was, you know, that all these girls, like, they were like, wait, how does this work? It's like, wouldn't... You're going to put that there? Yeah, wouldn't you want to, like, have... I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah. So you are to have nothing in your brain except to do the prophet's will. And oh, an expression came from this documentary that was so funny. You know, as funny as this horrific shit can be, it was like, put it on a shelf. If you ever have like a question or a doubt in your mind, or you're not sure about like, if this sounds right or not, take that thought as if it were a book and just put it on a shelf. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it away. Yeah. The answer will present itself later. You don't need to know it right now. Yeah. So just, you know what? Let's just take that thought, put it on a shelf. When the prophet thinks you need to know the answer, then you'll hear it. Yeah, you'll get there. So teenagers were not supposed to have crushes on each other. No. Because, you know, sex isn't a drive or anything that, you know, hormones are behind. So, yeah, you, you, you just ignore each other. Don't, don't, the opposite sex doesn't exist up until, you know, you're ready to get married. Yeah. And that so worked on a surprising amount of the, the kids, but a lot of them were like, nah, dude, like, we had crushes. Like, this one chick had a crush on this guy, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Alicia had a crush on a boy that she had in mind when she wanted to get married. She's like, well, apparently the prophet didn't pick up on that one. So she gets to marry him instead. Yep. Wamp, wamp. 
So God's, August God's will. 5th, what are you going to And Ruin was born in, I think, 1909. So, yeah, he's, he's quite up there in age. Um, everybody is listening to Ruin speak while he's sitting on the couch, and he just slumps over. And <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, oh, surely he died in front of all of them. No, no he had a stroke. He had and, a stroke. Oh, so what the sister wives or at least one of them would call him father it's like that i mean okay now yeah i know there are older couples that call each other mother and father like particularly when they have kids and and they're just saying you know go ask yeah. dad or whatever but but it seems like there's a whole lot of daddy issues going on in this. this whole thing is weird stacked on top of illegal stacked on top of like more like yeah no it's <laughs> yeah it's weird so Warren starts taking over a lot of the duties after the stroke and he isolates everybody from getting to speak to him. So he talks as though it is Rulin issuing all these edicts, but he wasn't. And he started preaching the hellfire and brimstone and the apocalypse. So he's got about four years of being the, the, profit in training but I, I mean effectively he's in charge here's the thing about running a cult that i don't understand it seemed like everybody was decently happy under rule and they were like yep. like don't get me wrong a bunch of fucked up shit was happening to you and me but to them they were like it's fine we get a we get to hang out we get to wear some colors we get to have our plays it's all good and warren immediately is just like oh no hell and brim fire like we gotta we're only wearing pastels you have to do your hair this incredibly complex weird fucking way like if you're a woman like you got it you got to spend yeah. a couple hours doing your hair in these elaborate braids and they had they have like a whole video on how to do it and the idea is to create your to shape your face in an oval and yeah. they show like the like one woman with like her hair how she wants to wear it and it's like bangs down there and then uh, oh, here's the better one where it's so, like a like a bouffant or whatever. FLDS made their own like home video of how it was like an infomercial for this hairdo <laughs> made by them. So it's this yeah. chick wearing like pastel blue, like a milkmaid outfit, and she's like, "Hi, I'm gonna teach you how to do your hair in the approved ways by the prophet. Look how good you look. It looks so good. Don't you look beautiful? We're so happy. <laughs> Keep sweet. <laughs> Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> yep that's it, pretty much what it is it was fucking awkward all right so there oh they i didn't finish my thought learned... i'm sorry lisa oh. but so oh. warren immediately here's the thing about running a cult that makes no sense to me if the people are kind of happy and you're getting away with these fucking bananas rules and all that kind of shit he immediately is like you know what we're all gonna wear these certain colors we're gonna stop having the plays we're not gonna have as much fun like i, I have a lot of fucking regime changes that i want to implement it's like you're getting away with fucking murder. Like, just fucking just maintain, because bro. He wanted, he wanted more and more control. He wanted total, ultimate control. You are is so in control of a couple thousand people's lives. It's fucking ridiculous. Dude, maintain. But he did not But he maintain. saw potential for growth. <laughs> yeah. He would have all these dudes who came to the church. Like, they turned over their businesses to the church. And a mm -hmm. lot of them had some decent businesses. So this the yeah, church like, is making... What the if, like, I had contracts with NASA? Yeah, yeah. Well, the church, yeah. And so then the church takes over this guy's business. So now that this LD, FLDS has got contracts with NASA, they've got yeah. contracts with Amazon. They, cause, because basically what happens is they have a bunch of dudes with nothing to do because they're not allowed to date or do anything and they're completely under your control. And it's like, well, let's put these people to work. And they were like, well, 
a lot of times when it comes to business, a lot of your money gets spent on labor. And labor with the FLDS is fucking free. So we fuck yeah, dude. We can have you guys putting together houses and barns, all that type of shit. Don't matter. There you go. It's all profit as far as the church is concerned. And speaking of the men from this fucking cult, they were uh, not really all that wanted because here's the thing, man. They got they they want the women around. They like the women. They uh-huh. don't. So they again, they got more dudes than they know what to do with. So they just fucking cast them out every now and then. So yep. the, uh, pe- the people in uh, Utah were having a problem because all these fucking boys were coming around with no homes. They're homeless because they're former FLDS that had been booted out. Yeah. Which and, I also um, got to say, this comes back to bite them in the ass later because yeah, you have a whole bunch of crime there because you, like, they have done studies with uh, rats that, you know, the juvenile males will form gangs when there are not enough resources and, yeah. and no, no hope. Well, here's how it comes. Let me do a little spoiler. Alert. We'll jump forward in time real quick because eventually the law comes around. And SWAT teams come. And uh-huh. Warren has gotten rid of a lot of the men and a lot, all of the guns. And it's like, oh, that really bit you in the ass. Because if you had a bunch of men with guns around, you might have been able to keep the United States government at bay for at least a little while. Because they'd have been like, shit, dude, there's a lot of armed men around here. I don't know what we're going to do about this. But nah, you got rid of all that shit. <laughs> yeah, because if that had gone down, you would have had another Waco on your hands. And this was going down in Texas. And they knew those optics. Yeah. They wanted to prevent that. Yeah. So you probably yeah. could have uh, kept the kept the crazy train alive a little bit longer. Womp womp. Anyway, yeah. back in time. So they've all grown up believing that the end of the world is coming soon and yeah. that only one chunk of Earth is going to be spared. And anybody who wasn't in the FLDS is going to be killed. They literally and- thought that like a chunk of land, a large chunk of land was going to rise above the earth while it burned to a crisp. Then that chunk of land was going to come back down to earth and the earth would be born anew and only they would be on it. Yeah. Like, and have you ever been them, anywhere near a forest fire? Smoke, no, smoke fucking I don't want sucks. To smoke is yeah. fucking terrible. But they, I'm sure they would be magically protected. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That should be so the title Warren of this one. Them, magically protected. Like Lucky Charms are magically delicious. Yeah. <laughs> magically protected. <laughs> Warren tells them that if the Olympics come to Salt Lake City, because that was in 2002, that it would be the end of the world. And this happened in January or February of 2002. Yeah. Uh, Salt Lake City would be destroyed during the Olympics. Now, that's yeah. a very specific prophecy. And have we gotten to where Roland dies yet? No, not yet. Okay. Uh, Warren is is running things by proxy here. Gotcha. Um, now, biblically, there are verses in there that say if a prophet gives a false prophecy, he's to be put to death. Yeah. Now, the earth being destroyed during the Salt Lake City Olympics is pretty gang specific. So if you're Nobody a smart prophet, you keep your shit vague, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, so he tells them all, we are abandoning this town that we live in, and we are going to this town called Short Creek, and it's on the Utah-Arizona border. So they sell their homes, they sell their businesses, and he tells them, sell everything you can. And about six to 8,000 of them move to this town. Now, conveniently, one has had the FLDS buy up all the houses in this town. So they're moving into houses that are owned by the church. Right. That's important so they have no autonomy over their own homes. That's important because now Warren can kick you out of your own house because he owns it. You don't own it. He owns yes. it. 
and they have sold everything that they have. And I'm sure they were told to donate that money to the church to of course. You know, help us build Zion. Yeah. You know, you don't need it. Why would you need money? Yeah. So, shockingly, the world did not end during the Salt Lake City Olympics. What? I was surprised. I'm shocked. Yeah. All right. Wait a so, minute. That means Warren's full of shit. Yeah. And he says, I don't know why the world didn't end. That was just a test, and God gave us a little bit more time. Yeah, he's like, we passed the test, but barely. So we have a little bit more time to get ready for when the <laughs> when our chunk of land rises. This has been a test of the emergency broadcast system. Had there been an actual emergency, the yeah. world would be on flame. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, Rulin Jeffs died. And everybody here's was con- another were wild one. By this. Well, here's why they were confused by it. Because here's the thing, man. If you're going to run a cult and you're going to make prophecies, you should probably try to not make ones that are so easily disproven. One of their prophecies was that their prophet, Roland, would never die. He's immortal. He's a prophet. How could he ever die? Now, hey, dummies, you're going to fucking die. (laughs) No, it's like the Dalai Lama. He gets reincarnated into the body of a young man, and he was going to come back and give his young wives children. Is that what that's what they think is going to happen? I thought they thought he was never going to die because all the wives were confused. They're like, wait, what? He's he's probably going to pop back up any moment, born anew. Well, there there was that. But yes, they, they thought he was going to come back as a young man. And so Warren then starts trying to convince everybody that he is that he has been indwelt by the spirit of his father and that he is the prophet. Yeah. He got a so, bunch of uh, like the white, like a bunch of people together, and he was like, "Who here believes that I have been like re like my father's spirit is now inside of me? Who here believes that?" And he'd like you know peer pressure, like raise your fucking hand. You believe it, yeah. don't you? You want me to take your house away? You want me to not give you those three wives so that you get into mm-hmm. heaven? Maybe you raise your fucking hand. And people were like, yeah. "Yep, you got it, boss." Yeah. Well, he couldn't come right out and say, "Oh, I'm the prophet." He starts convincing the wives or, or he starts making some strategic um, relationships with those women. And so this is the end of chapter one. And my thought was, I'm waiting for him to start marrying his father's wives. And guess what? That's, That's exactly what, what he did. So he goes then, into a room with all of the sister wives uh-huh. of his father. And he's like, uh-huh. last night, eight of you married me would you guys raise your hands? And like eight of them raise their hands. They get up and he's like, all right, dude, rock on. And then like, he'd do it again the next couple of days. He's like, now 13 of you have decided to marry me, like raise your hands. And so he just used peer pressure to like systematically break them down and be like, now you're my wife. So he married pretty much all of his father's wives. He cannot be consummating eight marriages a night. I'm sorry. He's a dork. He is a fucking dork. Wait till you guys, oh, dear listener, you've seen it because he's going to be the podcast cover for this episode. Could you not want to slap a bitch more than that fucking guy? Yeah. Look at that fucking guy. Now, we figure out Warren has a type because there's a picture of him with 16 of his wives standing next to him. They're all the exact same height. Really? Yes, I because I, I noticed this and I went back and I like zoomed it and I counted them and they're all the same height. Either that or he has lined them up like Rockette style so they look like they're the same height. So they, they've got to be doing something with their shoes and their hair to get them all the same height because that just doesn't happen naturally. I'd imagine they're doing something like that. Let me guess. He was taller than all of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think that's by, what it by was. Like at least half a head. Yeah, so, that's what it was. 
I personally would be safe from Warren Jeffs. Uh, I, I'm glad for that. No, you wouldn't. But... You just have you stand in a hole <laughs> for the picture. You would not maybe be safe. Maybe they all had to carry around a box so that they are exactly the right height when they come to talk to him. I'll bet you. Yep. Yep. It's a holy box. The holy box. Like your holy underwear. <laughs> they did have holy underwear. Yeah. So Charlene Jeffs is Warren's sister-in-law. She is married to his brother. And she told her husband, something's not right. And her husband told her, nothing the prophet does is wrong. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so, like, a whole bunch of them are all being fed all of this. Put that shit on the shelf, honey. <laughs> yes, yes, don't talk about it. I love Charlene because later on, she, she starts getting all Nancy Drew. She must have gone through that school before Warren got a hold of it and um, uh, started uh, removing all the outside stuff. So there's a recording of Warren saying, whatever the prophet says is right, even if it seems wrong to our traditions. Yeah. So it's like, basically, I can rewrite whatever I want. Right. If I'm the new prophet, like, come on now. What I say goes. Mm-hmm. And everybody is scared of being that one lone holdout who says, hey, this is weird. Right. Because this dude, another thing he'd do, oh, this, he just split up families. So at a certain point, like, I think we're getting close to it. He kicks out a bunch of people in the church, like a bunch of dudes who yes. are. You know, they kind of are like, you know what? This is kind of bullshit. And I don't really think you know what you're talking about. And this isn't so much fun anymore. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. We like having a bunch of wives and shit like that. But like, you're kind of a being a pain in the ass. And he's like, yeah, you got to go. And so he would just take your like wives and just redistribute them to other guys and your kids would, too. That's all gone. Them. And I'm and, just like, I he, could not imagine some fucking dork looking at me being like, yeah, Mrs. Yeti and baby Yeti, they're going off with a uh, fucking whoever. I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, we're and going out to the desert now. There, don't even say goodbye. Get out. Yeah, don't even look at him and say goodbye. I'd be like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Me and you are going on a hike. <laughs> and the women were terrified because, uh, I, I mean, he believes, or they believe that this guy is God. And they want to go to heaven. Wild. Yeah. So, and this is where Myrna says, things were getting so strict and straight-laced and boring. Yeah, you got yeah. it. You got to let the people have their little plays and concerts that they were doing, man. You got to let them play the fucking flute or else they're going to get uppity. And here you go. (laughs) They're getting angry now. So most of the rules are geared towards women, like dress codes usually tend to be. So when Rulon was a prophet, women could wear what they wanted as long as they were covered. And Warren made them get rid of denim. Because, you know, those long denim skirts are just oh so sexy. Oh, yeah. Um, then they had to get rid of all prints. Yeah. And, you know, like the big floral prints, those needed to go anyway, but still. And then <laughs> Picture no a color Hawaiian red. shirt, but it was a dress. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, The Village by M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. Yeah. No color red. Yeah. Red is forbidden. Uh, so then they had to wear their long underwear and it had to go wrists to ankles. And I, I think in the mainstream, like, I don't think it necessarily has to have long sleeves. It could be like cap sleeves or something. And you, you, you just, but yeah, they're going wrist to ankles and they're, they live in the desert. It's hot there. I know. <laughs> probably not the best choice of clothing. No. And so then they, this is where they show the video and 
uh, or about the hair. So basically, whatever Warren is attracted to, that is what the what God has deemed that y'all need to do. And they say that every hair has to be in place. I am wondering if hairspray was allowed. I haven't found anything to say one way or the other. Yeah. But I'm sure they aren't allowed to wear makeup. No, well, we watched the documentary. They were not wearing yeah, they makeup. Yeah, clearly are not. No. But, yeah. And, and and they can't just do a simple French braid. It's got to have, like, four and five strands to it. It was now, ridiculous. Like, I, I can French braid my own hair with three strands. Four and five? No, you're going to have to... You gotta have sister wives to do your hair for you. Right. Plus, it keeps yeah. all these ladies occupied for a couple hours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not like they didn't have chores to do. Right. Go do your guys' hair for four hours. That'll be fun. Go do that. Then you can sweep, yeah. and then there you go. There's your day. So, enter Sam Brower. He is a private investigator, and he has a mustache like Magnum PI. He does. Yes. And he read a news article about just kicking the boys out of FLDS and they're living on the streets. And because these would be competition to the older men. So remember, they've moved off to this town called Short Creek and they own all the houses there. They've also put in all the police officers and the fire department chiefs and all of that fun stuff. Right. So he can put people out whenever he wants. And Nobody is going to enforce any law that he doesn't agree with. Right. So you go back to Lloyd, who was married to Myrna and Sherman or Sharon. Um, and Lloyd didn't like Warren, but he had to bite his tongue. And he was a threat to Warren because he had an actual education. He was an inventor. He had patents. He's the one that owned the company that had contracts with NASA. Um. So Warren removed his wife and children from his home and because you know what? When somebody gives you something, they can take it away. Right. I know. And Dear they, listener, they, keep they, that in mind when the government wants to own uh, everything that you have and they want to put yeah. like uh, breathalyzers into your car and all that kind of stuff. They, they get to take mm-hmm. it away then. It yeah. was like the thermostats. I guess yeah. the thermostats in California, all of a sudden you couldn't turn them down lower than like X degree and it was because they had some little subsection in the thing that the people signed that was like hey by the way if uh, we're having like uh, some energy issues you can't cool your house to where you think it's comfortable we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna limit you on your smart thermostat and it's like yeah dude that's what happens when you give away control to other people so warren gave sharon to fred the bishop now i don't know if i don't know what he ever did with the first legal wife i mean they're still together yeah so I, I don't know if he ever took them away and reassigned them or if she just went off with them because um, you would have like divorce proceedings and whatnot. So don't know. Um, but Warren gives Sharon to Fred, the Bishop who already had 20 wives and Warren's kids are now Fred's kids. They changed their last name and there you go. There you go. Is still trying to get into the good graces of the priesthood to get get his wives back or i mean i guess he tried to get his wives back but or get a new wife or something i don't know what he thought would happen yeah i know that's the thing so they have this part where they're all together and warren is like hey these 20 guys stand up turns out that you guys are like straight from satan and you gotta you gotta go you gotta get the fuck out and it's like how did none of these dudes just be like nah let's just beat the shit out of you instead these because are like he had enough burly- other people who would defend him? 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, 20 against 50. I, I don't understand how this cult works because this dude just needs to be removed. <laughs> and a so, lot of these guys could do that by themselves. One of the guys that was um, that was named as an apostate in that particular setting, um, what got him on that list was somebody asked if when he was going to present his 11-year-old daughter yeah. to be married. And he replied, if anybody comes knocking on my door before my daughter's 18, they're going to have to go through me. And the guy, and the guy was, was like, even the prophet? That out in public. That because Warren has installed security cameras all over town. They know who you're talking to, where you go. Right. And you don't own your home, so he can do whatever he wants. Right. You have like no legal recourse if he's like, hey, you got to go. It's like, well, I guess you do because mm-hmm. like one, he owns the cops. Two, he owns your house. Three, like he owns your like your whole family. Yeah, because your family is afraid they're going to go to hell if they go with you. Right. So in comes Ruby. She is a former FLDS and she was boy crazy as a kid because some girls are. And she had a crush on Joe Robot. And Joe knew in first grade that he wasn't supposed to talk about girls. Crushes block the channels is, is the term that they use so that the prophet can't hear who you're supposed to marry. He wrote her a note saying, don't stare at me in church because my dad found out and he's mad. P.S. I love you. Please call me. Right. Like, well, that's- so they are under the impression that even though you're not supposed to be crushing on nobody, maybe when they get old enough, clearly God will see that they like love each other and God will put them together. Obviously. No. But sometimes the prophet is, he knows better. Because you'd be a better wife for the prophet. So yep. they married her off to who? Um, Ruby was called into Fred Jessup's office and she was to be married at age 14 to her second cousin. Yeah. And she was like, nah. Yeah. Um, no, she did get married. Um, yeah, she no, did. I remember he, her breaking down and crying. Ruby. Okay, she ran off to her brother. That we aren't quite there yet. Um, we got to speed it along. It's been an hour and four minutes, and baby Yeti's getting restless. <laughs> so, so she runs off to her brother. Warren sends Joe after her. Yeah, and Joe, and, the guy who's crushing on her, gets sent after her, and, and he's like, "I found her." Now, let me tell. I do, I do it faster than you, Lisa. Okay, go for it. <laughs> So he finds her and he calls Warren and he's like, yo, found her. And Warren's like, I, okay, if you bring her back, I'll let you marry her. And he's like, I think that you're a lion piece of shit, but also like, that's a really good offer because I've loved this girl for forever. So like, mm-hmm. and he did bring her back and yep. Warren was like, you're not marrying shit. As a matter of fact, I'm kicking you out, bitch. Bye-bye. Yep. That's pretty much what happened. That's pretty much what happened. So, Ruby and Elisa both get dragged off to this place called Caliente. And as far as I can tell, I think it's in Arizona. And I think it may be on like federal tribal lands or something so that the laws are not as strictly up or they have their own laws. And so the man won't get in as much trouble if he happens to get caught with underage or polygamist or whatever. Yeah. And so Ruby and Elisa are both married off to these 14 year old boys that are actually their cousins in both cases, I think. And Wait, the boys were fourteen. Th- they are young. They they are they are very young. So I'm wondering, what did they do to deserve wives at such a young age? <laughs> right, I don't know. Yeah, they don't know what all Warren is into, but they're okay. So there's um, 
Mike Watkins or Watkiss, I think I can't read my handwriting. He's a reporter. And so he starts asking some questions like, why don't these people get arrested for this polygamy? And they're interviewing a cop there in Short Creek and saying, we believe in plural marriage. Jeff has no comment. And he has the cops remove the reporters from the property. Right. Um, and he says, the man who can give out a bride holds the power, especially when you, there's a whole lot of boys that want a wife and they, not everybody's going to get one. Right. Well, he might get one. You might even get two. <laughs> but will you get three? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. The power. So Rebecca had been married to Rulon. So she was uh, Warren's stepmother, basically. And he wanted her to marry him because that's more power. She was held up as an example of obedience. And um, she started being pressured into marrying someone of Warren's choosing. And he told her, I will break you because you've had too much freedom for far too long. And yeah. um, he, he was going to make an example out of her because she was getting yeah. getting to have some ideas. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Oh, okay. So why didn't they leave? Rebecca says they didn't know that women's shelters existed. So she called her brother who'd been kicked out and she went to him. So she escaped one Sunday morning. She hopped a fence and ran out because um, they had the light of security on Sunday mornings. And so she had to walk real slowly up to the fence and then get over in a hurry. And I, I don't know if she had somebody waiting for her or what, but um yeah, that's the part of it, though. It's like, why don't these women leave? And it's like, well, they they honestly, the ones especially that were born there had no idea what the outside world was even like. Like, they were completely sheltered from the outside world. So they they, they had no idea. Yeah. So, Although this one for, had a brother who was on the outside, so he could have filled yeah. in a little bit. So he must have been kicked out for not having enough wives or, or just not enough wives to get out. So her family members that are still in there are not allowed to talk to her. And... She's sad that she can't get her sister Elisa out, but she's got to get out of there. Mm -hmm. um, so Elisa was married to her husband, Alan, when she was 14. He is her cousin. He raped her and she didn't even know what was happening because, again, she doesn't know how babies are made. And she tells Warren because she thinks. That I she's feel like abused. the sister wives really did these people a disservice by yeah. not letting them know what the fuck to expect. Yes. Somebody take them aside before before it gets to that. But right. she. This was their first, the, she was the first wife, I think. So I don't think she had sister wives. Well, there's many other examples of yeah. times where the new wife is going to have some love making. <laughs> and um, yeah, could the uh, other women not have been like, hey, by the way, this is how this works. Yeah. Hey, that thing between your legs. So here, let me tell you something about it. <laughs> so Ruby didn't want to consummate her marriage either. Same story. The husband forces her. She calls her husband or her brother who'd been kicked out because it's the one that she went to before. She went to live with him. And the community was concerned that she was going to tell the authorities that she was a child bride because she was still underage. Right. So Yeah, that's so that's when uh, Warren sends Joe to bring her back. So she'd already been married at that point. That's when the strings start to become unraveled. A couple of people are getting loose and they're like, uh oh, mm -hmm. like, bro, they like she was having babies when she was like 15. That's not going to be great when if anybody should find out about this, we got to really make sure she comes back or like they're starting to get a, a little worried because now things are starting to change. So um, Warren Jeffs is like, yo, we are going to start making us some real money and we are moving down to Texas because he believes yeah. that down. Yeah, yeah, congratulations, you guys. He believes that down in Texas, 
Uh, he can get away with it. He's going to buy so much land that it'll be his own compound where no one's coming in or out and no mm-hmm. one's getting away. Like, no, nah, these girls aren't going to be running away when the next town is 50 miles out. So good. Like through the fucking Texas desert. So he's going to call it Zion. Yes. And, and I mean that they had a, a background of what Zion was supposed to be. That was heaven on earth. And they are giving all their money to build Zion. And then people start disappearing. It's starts like, to get oh. real ridiculous. So oh, he went another, to Zion. Another thing that Warren Jeffs realizes is that these old timers who kind of know about the outside world, they're not so good. We need these kids. These kids don't know shit about the outside world. We're going to bring them to Zion. So moms would wake up and their kid would just be fucking gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they got called to Zion. Yeah. It was more like your kid was kidnapped. Yeah. And they were like, don't get me wrong, these women were sad about it, but they were also like, well, you know, that's what's got to happen. That's part of God's will. My baby is saved or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. And then the state starts to get involved. So I'm reading through notes because we've kind of hopped all over the place. But Well, I I know because you can only go down so many stories. Like a lot of these women have the same story. Yes, very, you know very I mean? similar. They get married off when they're super duper young and they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to be married to the guy. Like one of them it was like her fucking second cousin. And she was like, Ugh. and this guy just did, he was so gross to me. He was fu- I, I, I've always been repulsed by this guy. And yet here I am. And it's like, got to do your wifely duty and blah, blah, blah. And it, it's, it's, it's all the same story, just like different variations. Yep. So a couple of them get wise and they run off. And isn't that the one when now, like, the one girl has brought up allegations. So she, one girl gets away. Alicia. Alicia Wall gets out. Okay, okay, so here's the thing. The way that she gets out, she got married off when she was 14 to her cousin. She's had a couple of miscarriages. And then it says, and then I turned 16, and I was old enough to drive and to get a job. I was like, dude, you're going to follow motor vehicle laws and child labor laws, but not child bride laws what's the hell kicking and choosing yeah so So she gets uh, out and the state is real suspicious of these people that like utah is like dude something's going on in there but they they need going on but nobody will talk And, and or or they can't find the people that will talk so the way that she got out she was she had a flat tire on the side of the road and this man from the community who was not FLDS came up and helped her. His name was Lamont. And they sat in love. And so remember, Warren has these video cameras all over town. They get found out. They get called in. Or Elisa gets called into the bishop's office and her husband is there. And they, they call her an adulterous wife and they tell her husband a job well done. You're released from her. So he is free to do whatever he wants and she gets kicked out. So she calls Lamont and says, Hey, I'm out. Let's go. And so they go. And then the state has been suspicious of these people for some time. And they really need somebody who's been on the inside to give them like to press some charges to be like, here's what happened. And to let them know. So now she comes out and she lets them know about how she was married off when she was for the Fox is like right down the driveway from me. What's up Fox? wonder if he's coming to get water. So she was married off when she was too young. And there's evidence that like, clearly this is no good because she's like popping out kids, not her specifically, well, a different. 
Anyway, so she turns into the cops to be like, hey, here's what's going down. I will testify against Warren Jeffs. And so they bring him up on two counts of accessory to rape. Yes. And they didn't know how successful this was going to be. But their whole point was at 14, Elisa was too young to consent, consent to sex in either Utah or Arizona. Right. And so, Warren goes on the lamb. So he yeah. gets put on the 10 most wanted. And he takes <laughs> his 23 wives on the run with him. Yes. And they go to Disney World and Mardi Gras and strip clubs in Vegas. Yeah. And they're watching porn in hotel rooms. And they, he bought Harleys that he didn't know, even know how to ride. There's you know, like National of... Treasure at the very end, Riley goes and buys this uh, expensive sports car and he doesn't know how to drive a stick. And so he's like trying to pull out of the driveway. It's like, eh, 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 eh. So there's pictures That's of this on dork Harley. on like a Harley trying to yeah. look all cool. basically yeah they just go buck wild they're going to all the different like all the uh, classic american things super bowls vegas disney world just living up the life and Mm -hmm. no one can find him and like you said he gets on the top 10 so up next to like osama bin laden is warren jeffs yes yes deadly and so they have to start raising money for his uh legal defense and they are telling um every adult in the household has to come up with a thousand dollars by friday and they were dropping off like 300 grand to this guy per week. Per week. And so they have to, because he, the brother gets caught moving money to Jeff's. And so they start hiding the money in canned, like canned goods. They'll open up the can of tomato sauce, put the money in there and seal it back up. And so then they have just started a grocery business. Right. All right. So. So he gets caught. So eventually a state trooper pulls over the car that Warren yes. Jeffs is in that's being driven yes. by some guy. I forget who. His brother. His brother. And then yes. like the bunch of the wives are there. And they said that he was in the back eating a salad. Eating a salad. Yeah. I know. So the trooper recognized that Jeff's name. He's like, that sounds familiar. I can't place it, but some something about you. Figure out, oh, that's the guy. So he gets arrested. Warren Jeffs does. And, and he's he facing starts- those two counts. He starts sending messages back to the FLDS from jail. So the wives would come in to visit him and and he tells them he knows he won't be in Zion and and that he's not guilty of what he's been accused of. Blah, 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 He's blah. just being persecuted like Jesus. This is yeah. all like, don't worry. Yeah, these, like these Gentile fucks, like they'll get their comeuppance. I'll be out and soon because he's an accessory to rape two counts. And like the most mm-hmm. that he can get is like 10 years. Well, it was 10 years to life. So it, it was apparently like very. No, they didn't get him for that shit yet. They, I think it was like 10 years is what he was going to do. And then he could be out. No, he was sentenced to 10 years to life. And it, it seems like it was kind of open ended, depending on what he did in jail. Now, he didn't serve any 10 years on this. And when they go into court and Elisa is going to testify, um, they did they did not know for sure who the witness was. And Warren and Elisa had a staring contest in the courtroom and she won, but they had snipers outside because they did not know if somebody was going to attack her on the way in. Well, they didn't know what was going to happen because basically there's this huge mass of people who you just have. Now you have their profit in your jail cell. Who knows what they could do? They could go completely mental and a couple hundred people could come out of the woodworks being like, no, 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 we're going to take that guy back. Yeah. And so the defense tries to portray Elisa as a slut at 14 and that that did not go over so well. So he gets convicted, goes to jail. So the cops in El Dorado get a call about a minor who is pregnant with her second child. 
And this turns out to be a hoax, but they don't know it at the time. They go out to do a welfare check and they get the runaround. But what they do find is journals from teenage girls talking about being pregnant. And in Texas, that is evidence in clear sight. It's admissible in court. So that gives them the, the motive to go in and remove all the children from this Zion. Yeah. And Which, they load up. By the way, as well, they should. All these children yeah. have been kidnapped from their parents and brought to Texas across state lines. Yeah, good job, state. Go, Texas, go. But go, Texas did not go because they folded after a while. They take all these children away. And then the FLDS launches this huge campaign. They're on Oprah. They're on the different news stations. They're on the Today Show. It's all these women looking just like dead-eyed. Like little house on the prairie. Yeah, in their pastel dresses, being like, they took our kids, we want our kids back. And it works. weird voice. Yeah, they all had such a weird voice. Hey, kids. Yeah, and so I I put a comment in here. Um, The kids didn't want to get on the bus. They had Some of them had never seen what they call Gentiles, anybody outside of FLDS, and they were dressed all in black because they're the SWAT team, and they thought they were devils. And it's like... They don't know what Waco was, but, you know, I wouldn't be all that keen to get on a bus that the feds told me to get on either. So, but, yeah, those, those kids definitely needed to be removed. Yeah, no, these kids are getting and, human trafficked, so yay, Texas, yeah. yay. But Texas then folds because these women in the FLDS launched this whole campaign about our kids are being taken from us, blah, blah, blah. And so the state folds, lets all the kids go back with their families, and they're like, shit. Yeah. So some of them are being told, um, like from Colorado or from Utah, you need to get down there and claim your kids because they've got to be released to their biological parent or their um, or whoever's got their birth certificate. Yeah. Um, it, so they're being released. Talk and be funny while I look this up. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to think of how we got to the part where he finally went down like way hard. And then that's like that's the conclusion of the documentary it's not quite over yet there's yeah, one more so, like big kaboom that's coming but i forget how the state got to go into the church because down in zion in texas they built this huge temple that looks fucking weird yeah. it's weird looking but it is enormous it's huge so the sheriff is working with rachel as his informant and she knew that there was going to be a hall of records somewhere on that property because that's how they work So they fly her into the ranch to help look for it, to give an idea of where it might be. They get into the temple. They have to like. This is when I said earlier, like keeping all the young men around and the guns around might have been a good idea because, you know, you see maybe 30 law enforcement there. If you had 300 young men there. Yeah, like the men just lined up around them and they they were praying. Yeah, they and were like, like praying, their dog would strike them dead or something. And there was like 40 of them. And they, so the cops were like, you know, it could have been a tense moment, but it's like, nah, they've all been yeah. disarmed. So it wasn't. But, well, but the cops don't know for sure that they've all been disarmed. And I thought for sure that some of Warren's closest people would still have their guns, but nope. uh, evidently not. So the cops go into the church. They start looking around. They go up to the very top of the church and it's very weird. It's like this huge Everything room. Is, is solid white it's like an apple store in the very like top of this place solid solid white and then behind these like intensely like they're really weird looking curtains that made it look like rays coming down from the sky and behind that was like this bed type thing it's think of sleeping beauty think of uh, snow white snow white when she's like laying there when prince charming or whoever kisses her and wakes her up Uh uh-huh a a bed like that that's one of the but it's all in white it's like high up 
So, I mean, you're going to have to climb to get into it. Very and peculiar. They go, they go downstairs and there's this huge vault in the basement. They had to jackhammer their way in. For hours and hours, they're jackhammering their way in. But once they yeah. finally get in, they find the mother load, everything. Warren all Jeffs was documenting all sorts of shit. He had recordings of him with like mm-hmm. his new 14 year old wife. And here's the part that me and Mrs. Yeti were confused about. Like, all these other sister wives were also adults, and They're they were there. Well, around. Yeah, I think it was a 12-year-old girl. And he's um, like, yo. And he is, like, describing what he's doing. And, you, like, dear listener, you, you get what happened, right? Oh, right. and, okay, so he has all his sister wives messing around with each other. Yeah, he's, like, teaching, like, yeah. oh, we all have to, like, yeah. sister wives need to, it's your duty to get your sister wife aroused. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> so Warren he documented all that shit and he documented who was married to who and when they yeah, had a kid and... a big thing in the mormon church genealogy is huge yep so who was married to who and how old they were and when they had a kid so all the evidence they could possibly need to fucking yep. nail this guy and they did so now warren's got to go to trial for like all of this shit and they just they it was like oh you're going to be in jail for 100 years for this another 20 years for this another yeah, 10 they... years for this He's not doing it concurrently. They, they are, yeah. They, he's never getting out of jail. Yes. Um, and now, and but here's the part that blew my mind: the FLDS is still fucking going, and yeah. he's in there writing manuscripts and novels and releasing them out to his people. There's still people today that are in the FLDS. Yes. What? Yep. I thought for sure that would be the end of that. Nope. Because they think they're being persecuted fucking crazy and how is it that none of the dudes who are in the flds are not like hey guess what warren turns out not so great of a prophet i'm the new prophet nope they still follow this fucking guy because the prophet's not dead yet that's fucking wild yeah so warren had 78 wives 24 of them were underage I, I mean, it's enough to have one or two. Why do you need 24? Well, here's the part that also drives... It's like, wait, like, what are you even doing? You could have gotten away with this for so much longer had you just not married off fucking 14-year-olds. Yeah. Wait until they're 18. You couldn't have waited four years? And you could still be running this fucking cult? And you could still be making all this money from these businesses that you just stole from people? If you could just wait four fucking years? You idiot! <laughs> Oh, oh, back to Charlene, who was his sister-in-law. So they knew that Zion existed, but they didn't know where Zion was. And so she comes up with the idea to check her husband's odometer before he goes on a trip and then to check it when he gets back. So then Which she gets a map. kind of makes sense, but it doesn't really make sense because, like, you don't travel in a straight line. No, but you can narrow it down. Not really. We, you can narrow it down to a circumference. Which is what really. I mean, it out on a map, and she's super proud of herself. So she checks the odometer. She checks it when he gets back. Figures out how far away it might be. Does a circle. Comparing the color of the mud on his tires. Yeah, thinking about it now, though, like think of all the twists and turns you take when you drive. Like, there's no way that this would have worked. So she kind of got lucky. So she knew it was in Texas. She didn't know where. No, she didn't know exactly where, but she can at least send it in narrow it down to a correct direction i don't know when um, during the documentary she was acting all proud of herself it's like yeah you're a fucking genius you were in a fucking cult for your, your entire life yeah yeah you're a fucking genius you her kids are still in it i know 
She's like, out of my 24 kids, eight of them are still in there. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. Wild, dude. How do we live in a world where that shit is still going down? Well, I don't know. Oh, some of the names for that they gave the kids, like Rulanina or something really goofy like that. Have you ever heard of uh, the uh, Utah Baby Name Generator? No. There is a website, and I'm trying to get it to come back up. So they will, uh, you tell it boy or girl, you give it a last name, and you tell it how unique you want it to be. And of course, the page is not loading for me, but it will uh, generate a Utah Mormon baby name for you. We should put it in the Discord. Uh, We will. That would be fun. uh, my computer has decided that. And don't worry about it. So, yeah, the um, documentary got re- got real creepy for that last episode because, man, they play like audio recordings of him mm-hmm. up to his shenanigans. It was a depressing one. What do you say we do the most hated man on the Internet next? Who is that? It's on Netflix. Oh, and the that's, most hated. that's the title. The most hated man on the Internet. You haven't seen it yet. I have not. The one of the ladies that was on it was just on a podcast I was listening to while me and baby Yeti were out walking and it sounds pretty, pretty interesting. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Well, this has been another thrilling episode of Podumentary. Sorry, Yulisa, for trying to be like, let's go. Baby Yeti started yelling. We got to get it done. Baby Yeti started yelling in her crib a while ago, but then she put herself back to sleep. But it was like, we got to (laughs) go. Yeah, and baby Yeti's got to go. She got to go. We got to go. We got to go. All right, Lisa, I appreciate you doing this with me. I had fun. This was a fucking creepy documentary, but aren't they all? We get, uh, that's kind of the thing, right? If it was a happy, joyful documentary, it wouldn't be a documentary. That's right. So it's just it's part of the territory when it comes to podumentary. There you go. Later, bonus. Later. <laughs>